Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Big two, a little rush right here. Aaron Rodgers is a rush fan. We need to recruit him. See, we'll play rush for you here. As long as you play well. And then Lord knows what we'll play. We'll play nothing. We'll just yell at you. Ready for the limelight over there. Ready for the limelight. Good job, Zoo. All right, it's 11.03 on the Fantique and Tierney Show. So, Recco, uh, who's, he's got a grueling schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't realize it was as grueling as it is. Like you know, he sleeping. travels with Rutgers. He does. He does. Sleeping on couches mm-hmm. and Boomer's, uh, Boomer's Airbnb. Yep. Getting in early, doing it. You know. He just said, all right, give me some news here. Give me some news. So let's get on the record. Prediction time. It's 11.03. We know about the deadline by four. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you four situations here, Tiki. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Actually, I'm going to give you three. Number one, by the end of our show, will we have a more definitive feel for Aaron Rodgers? Yes or no? No. No. Yeah, I don't like that. I know. Okay. I, just th- I, okay. just th- I just think he is going to let it take its course. Okay. Number two. His but, course. Not yeah, his course. Is not a its course. His course. Than, uh, exactly. A little meandering. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. By the end of our show, which is 2 p.m., will we have more definitive sense of what Daniel Jones' situation is? Yes, I think so. Giant homer, of course. He says yes to the Giants, but not well, to the Well, only Giants. because I think they're just going to tag him. <laughs> I, think, I think they're not even close to a deal. I'm teasing. I mean, and if he's really looking for 45. He's not I, looking I, for 45 I'm just, I'm just saying, if he's, if they're really genuinely saying, we're worth 45 because this, this is what I have to ask for. Like Kirk Cousins did us. Like, uh, this is the next quarterback in line. I'm up and coming. I'm only 26 years old. 45 is what it is. Uh, le- take it or leave it. And Joe Shane is saying, all right, well, Derek Carr just signed for 37. And his cap hit next year is $7.5 million. And, and Gino. Gino Smith just signed for 35 and Derek Carr has been a nine-year starter in the NFL, and Geno Smith, you know, is twenty-something years old. I, this is what the market is. This is this is this is what we're going to give you. Take it or leave it. And they're gonna they're gonna loggerhead, and they're gonna end up throwing the franchise tag. So that's what I think is gonna happen with the Giants. Will we have uh, a definitive feel of Lamar's situation by the no. end of our show today? No now, chance. why is that different? Those extra two hours gonna really make that big of a difference? No, um, with Lamar, I, I just think that Lamar. It's it's very nuanced what he wants. I don't think it's the money. I think they have an idea. The guaranteed of what, stuff, it's right? All the, he wants the whole thing guaranteed. Yeah, well, he ain't getting it. Exactly. And so he's not coming off of that. Where, whereas, and so if you were the Ravens, by the way, I don't think he's coming off that this year. I don't think he's coming off of it next year or whenever. I think whenever they have negotiations, Lamar Jackson is saying, I want my whole contract guaranteed. 
And so they're going to franchise him, and it's, I mean, I'm thinking maybe that one. They, they've talked multiple times. We've heard multiple times how they want it to be the non-exclusive tag so that others can negotiate with him. And if they take him, they'll get two first-rounders. But I've also heard they really want him and they need him, so they're going to non-exclusive franchise tag him. That's the only thing I don't know about with Lamar. What tag is he going to get? Okay, that's I think good. Jones good is going to get the non-exclusive tag, as we've mentioned multiple times. That's what I would do. I think Lamar, it could go either way. Wow. It's a okay. toss-up with Lamar. I have another question for you. Then we'll get back to these phones here. 877-337-6666. It is uh, 11.07. Got Big Zoo. We have Hoff feverishly checking the uh, the tweets, seeing what's going on. So, And I said this the next day. I didn't really understand that. I, I had a few theories, but in hindsight, right, the way the Jets laid on the lavish praise, like over-the-top mm-hmm. praise for Derek Carr, Hall of Famer, yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, it was it was, it was really it was, it was too much. Why were they doing that? I mean, that's easy. Because no team has ever done that. But they didn't for anybody. They didn't want him. They're trying. They were trying to play both sides. They were trying to wait for Aaron Rodgers, but also keep Derek Carr placate Carr, which was my on, original theory on, on the hook. They were with, trying to yes. keep him there. Okay, they were trying to keep him there, and then Derek Carr just kind of was like, "Dude, I was born at night, but I stayed up all night." Or thing, he just right? didn't want to come to the Northeast. Which or is that, what I always surmised. He's not. I don't think he's, he's built that way. But yeah, I, that was my original theory that they were trying to play both sides. Like, all right, so you you know you you say these things, and you know every, even though he seems to be less ego driven than some other quarterbacks, car he's a very he's more like I think David Jones in that uh, Daniel Jones in that regard, yeah. measured, grounded, I, yeah, right, sensible. I just think he did not about the brand. I don't, I don't think he. But wanted he still to... has an ego. Yes. So for him to hear that, I get why the Jets would do it. But why would they do that? With Rodgers, because I've always thought that there was always communication or intel before they met with Carr. So if you're telling me they were trying to get Carr from signing, which makes sense, mm-hmm. but but also keep and and maybe incentivize Rodgers uh, by it. Like, l- let me take a step back. If I'm Rodgers, maybe from the Jets' point of view, if I'm Rodgers and I hear the Jets singing this guy's praise, and I'm Rodgers and I like the Jets, right? And the Jets know that. Why would like? Did they think that that was going to make him get off the pot? I don't think you needed to tell Aaron Rodgers anything. And the reason why is because the fact that you hadn't offered Derek Carr a contract tells Aaron Rodgers they're still waiting for me. Okay. Right? Because if Aaron Rodgers is out of this conversation, there is no way. Aaron Rodgers isn't – there is no conflict with Green Bay. He's staying there. He's going to finish his career. He said it. It's not it, it, the team's not giving him permission to seek a trade because he just signed a four year extension. Even though most of those years, back in those years, are void years, he's not going anywhere. No one can talk to him. If that's the case, there is no way the Jets don't offer Derek Carr a contract the minute he got the forum part. They talk to him. They have. They hit it off. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. We love you. You're great. You're a great dude. We think you're a good player. We're going to offer you $37 million a year, $38 million. We want to negotiate to somewhere near 40 whatever. They would they would have offered him a contract. I tend to agree with that. And so the fact that they didn't tells Aaron Rodgers they're waiting for me. Yep. So that they didn't have to say anything. I agree with you. But the only reason they did was because they they wanted to play both sides of this in case Aaron Rodgers just kind of didn't work out and maybe we can push Derek Carr down the line, maybe we can push this till Thursday or Friday of this week, 
and you know give us a chance to at least talk to Aaron. And if if he says no and doesn't work out, then Derek Carr is still right there. But Derek Carr said, "You're not playing. You're not playing me." I'm going to go do what who, I want to do. Who do you think? I think that's sensibly laid out. I actually agree with everything there. Who do you think played more or used the Carr. other more? Derek Carr used Carr the Jets. used the Jets more than the Jets he were used, using Carr. Derek Carr used the Jets. I agree with that too. Badly. I, I listen, we don't win Super Bowls, but we definitely lead the league in getting played by quarterbacks. Yeah. Kirk Cousins did that's it to right. us. How right. am I getting played by Carr? Going to wind up with Rodgers? No problem. Brett Favre did it, and now he played well for seven games or eight games or whatever it was. Brett Favre, yep. he played the Jets. He wasn't here for the long haul. He was a pit stop to get to Minnesota. That's true. Let's get uh, Jarrell, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's in Livingston. Jarrell, how you doing today, buddy? You're on the fan. What's up? What's up, Jarrell? Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm just listening to you guys talk about Derek Carr. I'm a Raiders fan, and I can tell you that I've watched almost every single game Derek Carr has played. And? And, and I believe that your assessment to him is so off. He is, uh, he, listen, this guy's been playing with the, since the NFL Super Bowl era, the worst defense. Yeah, yeah, we've NFL. said that for two months straight. No, but I But what's, all, what's but off about our assessment? Yeah, what have we said that's what wrong? What have we said that's wrong? We said he's good. What, no, you did say he was good, but I believe that he's better than good. I think he's a, a really good quarterback. And what I'm going to say is, what would Aaron Rodgers have done? You think he would have won? Super Bowls in Oakland? I'll put it this way. Jarrell, let me put it this way. If if he was in Oakland slash Las Vegas, he would have been to a lot more playoff games than one. Yeah. I could promise I, you that. I, I, well, I, 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 I seem to – the reason why I disagree is because if you have – you have to play perfect football in order to make the playoffs with, a, with the worst defense in football. And that's what Aaron Rodgers would have been playing with. And if you think he would have gave you nine years of perfect football – because you can't win in the NFL not playing perfect football when you have the worst defense in football. Uh, listen, I think some of the things that you say are absolutely true. And Tick and I have been saying that for a long time. I, I don't think that we undervalue or, you know, unfairly or improperly characterize his game. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he's really good. Yep. He's not Rodgers. Yeah. That, that's all That's all that. But then again, nobody that's, is. That's all that Jet fans are saying. If you can go get A... And that's and I'm talking from a grading standpoint, not just, you know, number one. If you can go get the A player and there's an A plus as a maybe, you're gonna wait on the A plus. And that's that's what we were just talking about. I think that the Jets were trying to keep A in their back in their side pocket, not even in their back pocket, in their side pocket while going to go try to go get A plus. And Derek Carr said, Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go to New Orleans. Uh, because they actually really want me. Yeah, they don't. They're not looking at anybody else. In fact, they're going to end up cutting a guy they're paying fifteen million dollars to next year, Jameis uh, Winston, because we'd rather have you than Jameis Winston, who's a decent quarterback. He's not. I mean, he's a B minus quarterback, but if that, if if that, if right? That. But I mean, I'm just talking about some of his good times. He was mm-hmm. really good, but his bads are always coinciding. I mean, he's just whatever. He's you're right. He's That's probably why he seems like a C. He's probably a C, maybe a C plus. Mm-hmm. But the Saints made it very clear they were gonna they wanted Derek Carr and Derek Carr only. The Jets were saying Derek Carr, we really want you, but only if we don't get Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Yep. And by the way, this is why you need to be careful, and this is why you need to watch things. And I'm not saying that Jarrell does it. He's a Raiders fan. I certainly trust him. But when you make broad statements 
they can be picked apart. Now, Jarrell just – and he's not completely wrong at all. Again, I think we referenced before anybody, mm-hmm. you know, how poorly the Raiders' defense has been for oh. years, which is a byproduct of where I, they've been. And, and I threw in the special teams. The special teams you added to that, which was a great and stat. It's the worst over the last nine years of any team in the NFL. No doubt. Indisputable. It's all factually none based. Of, none of you which can, Derek Carr controls. True. But you know what? He did control the game in uh, early December against the Rams mm-hmm. where – he only scored 16 points, and his defense gave up 17. He lost 17-16. Pretty big spot. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bazee, they lost to the Steelers 13-10. to They didn't give up 33 points. The defense gave up 13. If you scored 14, you would have won. Mm-hmm. So those are two of the last three games that he played. And, oh, yeah, by the way, in those two games, he was one touchdown and five picks. So you can make the very – now, that is more of an outlier than the reason why they – weren't very good for the year. Yeah. But the reason why those two games were um were bad for the Raiders, it much more on Derek Carr than on the defense. The defense did their job those games. Derek Carr just played poorly, very poorly. Let's get Sam in Queens. What's going on, Sammy? How are you? Hey, how you doing guys? Hey. Good morning. What's up, bud? Just a quick point on uh Daniel Jones Giants overall. I think uh what is overlooked commonly is uh our strength of uh, strength yeah strength of schedule going into the uh, season here. Yeah. We were top three easiest. We're going into the top three most difficult. I mean, facing the Niners away, uh, the Cardinals. Uh, the, it's it's, it's going to be a lot tougher. It's going to touch uh, DJ a lot more. And I just feel like overpaying him is just going it's, to – it's just going to feel terrible as a fan, you know? But I don't think you're overpaying him. I mean, cause, so why are you concerned about overpaying him? We have a lot of we have, we have a lot of holes that we need to fill. It's not just of it's course, not just him. but that's why the franchise tag is so bad because the franchise tag is thirty three or so million dollars on this year's cap. He'll have until July, mid July, fifteenth or sixteenth, to sign that tag or get a deal worked out. And if he doesn't, then the Giants have ten million, twelve million dollars of cap space to get things done. Now there's restructures; they can do all kinds of stuff, but they still got to sign their rookies. They got to sign their draft picks. But if he does get a long-term or short-term deal, let's call it a three- or four-year deal, his cap hit falls to under $12 million next year. And and so there's so much more space. There's so much more workability outside of the franchise tag for the New York Giants. So I hope it gets done. I just don't see it getting done if he's asking for 45 and the Giants are only offering 36 or 7 or whatever it may be. So, I mean, it's it's... I know it's complicated because we get into all these numbers and it gets it gets it gets mind numbing to figure out where Daniel Jones on the franchise tag or with a long term deal fits into the capped conversation. But it's a, it's a, it's 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 real. Like if he if he signs if they tag him, the Giants are stuck. Saquon Barkley's going elsewhere. Julian Love is going elsewhere unless they get a deal done within a week, which I don't know if they will or not. But Unless Daniel Jones gets a long-term deal worked out, the Giants are just—they're kind of ham. Their, their hands are tied behind their back, trying to field a better team than they did last year. Let's get Chris up in the Bronx. Chris checks in on the fan. What's going on, Chris? Uh, good morning, guys. Thanks for getting me on. What's you up, got man? You bet. Um, I just saw on the Daniel Jones thing. Um, so let's say uh, they do move on from Daniel Jones. What's this? You know, you guys know more than me. What's the situation in the next two years? Where so they say they get these two first-round draft picks. Are they? Is there a situation where they can uh, put a playoff team on the field within the next two years? Then if not, then settle in the middle with, with Daniel Jones, give him 40, 
And like Tiki said, you got to manage the money over the next couple of years and, uh, you know, make it to the playoffs again. You know, I, I prefer forward progress than um, take a step back and take a chance. Yeah, uh, I mean, like look, it's, it's an interesting question, right, Chris. Chris. I, look, I, I, we've talked about this a couple times. If Daniel Jones is elsewhere, they get two first-round picks because somebody, Carolina, wants to give up two first-round picks, which we detailed yesterday, makes a lot of sense for Carolina to go steal Daniel Jones from the Giants off the franchise tag, give up two first-round picks and get your quarterback hometown kid people are going to love who is developing into a good player and probably will continue to do so under Frank Reich. That makes sense for Carolina, but it also makes good sense for the Giants because then they get two first-rounders, as BT says, and is espousing right now, and Tyrod Taylor can start for a year or half the year, whatever it is. You get you go draft Anthony Richardson because now you have three first-round picks, um, two of which are likely in this year's draft, so you can go wherever you want. You, you, whether you want to go get C.J. Stroud or you know maybe Anthony Richardson falls to you or you can move up to grab him or Hendon Hooker, who I think he's more of a second-round pick. You let that kid develop and grow under Dable and Shane, and, uh, and, um, and Kafka, and whenever he's ready, you go throw him in the, in, the, in the system. Maybe you're not beating the Eagles this year, but in 2024, when you really have cap space and you really can dive into free agency. And the Eagles lose some players. And the players. Eagles lose some players because they've either aged out uh-huh. or they decide they want to go get paid. And, and Dak Prescott craps the bed because he know what he's going to do. And Jerry Jones ends up cutting him like they're going to cut Zeke because uh, they can get rid of Dak after next year, which that's, is crazy. That's going to be an amazingly which interesting story. So, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it's kind, it could set itself up yep. if the Giants get those two first-round picks. For Daniel Jones on off the exclusive tag for 2024 yeah. to be their year. Yeah. And by the way, you've got more years beyond that because it's a rookie contract, right. which is what the That's appeal right. is for the modern NFL. Yeah. And listen, the last caller just said, and I get this. A, there's a lot of moving parts to make to what to what we just said. Uh-huh. But, 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 starting with you got to draft the right guy. But, but if you're thinking in your mind, yeah. all right, what's life without Daniel Jones? Uh-huh. That's what it is. I, I don't disagree. And the last caller just said he doesn't want to take two steps back. Okay. I get that. It's painful, especially when you've had the decade like you've like you've just had. Yes. Understood. It's 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 not fun. But if you're gonna take two steps back, but eventually wind up further along than where you would be, to me, it's worth what's an absolutely undesirable process. And I'll give you an example. Getting golf balls on the range someday. Guy mm-hmm. one guy comes up, hey, you got a good swing. What do you play to? Oh, I'm a 10. By the way, I'm nowhere near a 10. I'm just saying for an <laughs> even number, okay? Yeah. He's talking to somebody else. Oh, yeah, I'm about a 10 or so, 10 or 11. Oh, you got a good swing. But I see this one little thing that you're not doing with the load that might be able to help, right? And you say to yourself, hmm, do I want to really incorporate this new part of a golf swing and maybe go from a 10 to a 13 or a 14 for the whole year, but eventually maybe shave it down to a 5? <laughs> or do I want to ignore this guy and stay at a 10? Yeah. What's the more desirable route? It's going to suck in the short term, but in the long term, you're going to be a five. Give me the five. <laughs> and I think that that vision of the two first-round picks and a, a young quarterback in round one on a rookie contract working under Brian Dable's offensive genius represents the five handicap after a hellacious route to get there, and Daniel Jones is still kind of remaining at a ten. Ten is nice. It ain't a five. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, so uh, flipping through Twitter last night and uh, saw something that was very alarming. Very alarming. Tiki. What's what that, would BT? that be, BT? Yeah. 
I thought you were just going to say it. <laughs> it's called theater, man. This guy. <laughs> Got to keep him moving here. Uh, Aaron Hicks still can't catch a pop-up. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's the problem. Um, you know, that that's such an easy play for a professional. Mm-hmm. That, that ju- and he's actually hit okay this year, this spring. Mm-hmm. And he seems a little energized, but that was such a routine play for a major league outfielder that de- that just tells me his head's not right. Yeah, and that's yeah, he's, he's that's the, terrifying going into the when season. When you're doing the the easy things, and they look impossible because <laughs> that looked it looked like he had no idea. Like he'd never caught a fly ball in the left field before in his life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I will say, and trust me, I'm not here to be an arrogant apologist. Well. So it was uh, Cruz, uh, the shortstop yeah. for the Pirates. So a lefty hitter, yeah. right? And it was the first pitch of the game, wasn't it? Uh, I believe it was... I saw it on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. But I, by, I... by the way, Cruz is supposed to be on second base. <laughs> when <laughs> sure. that ball hit the turf, he had just touched first base, which yeah. is ridiculous. But anyway, he's not our concern, even though no. he's a great talent. Um, and it was non-consequential because the Pirates stink, but whatever. Yeah, you said that for a young team, especially. I'm like, if that's Judge or Rizzo or Stanton, whatever, you got to run the bases, man. Um, so... Let me be a little fair, maybe. It looked like it blew a little at the last second. Mm. So keep in mind, you're a lefty batter. You hit the ball to left field. It's going to tail toward the left field line. All right? Just the way the bat hits the ball, it's going to give that reverse spin, almost like when you when you push the other one the other way in golf. So it's going to go toward the left field foul line, which is where he was going. And that's where he messed up, obviously, mm-hmm. last year, the first of, of two butch jobs in the outfield during the same game. Uh, and... At the last second, because he was at the foul line, so it looked like he followed the tail properly with the spin of the baseball, and then it looked like he had to make a, a fairly, I don't want to say abrupt, but a fairly quick like move to get back on the field a foot and a half or so, which tells me maybe there was a little wind. But, man, you imagine if that happens again mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium? I, this is the risk that you take when you bring somebody who has zero equity with fans. Mm-hmm. They will... I mean, first of all, if he's on the team on opening day, whether he's a reserve, outfielder Aaron Hicks, or <laughs> starting, he is going to get booed without mercy. He pulls that stunt again? Yeah. He may just walk out the stadium that day. Third Forget pitch. about going to the dugout. Walk out to the street. Third pitch. Third pitch. There you go. And that was that was pretty gross. Uh, Hoff, real fast. Quintana. How does that happen? I mean... How does it happen? I don't know. A broken rib? I mean. Throwing a baseball? Not lucky. What? I mean, something else had to be going on. Like, he had to have injured it doing something else. Yeah. Just exacerbated it by throwing. Boy, that's weird. He's going to be out of luck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you're breaking ribs just from pitching, that's... that's, That's not not great. I remember the only time this is dramatically different and, and much more severe, but... Uh, Teague, I don't know if you'll remember this. Hoff, I don't even know if you remember this. You're probably too young. So Dave Dravecki was uh, okay. Was a Giants pitcher, lefty, pretty good actually, and he had cancer, uh, cancer of the of the bone. I want to say of the humerus bone. Mm-hmm. This I can't even watch this on YouTube. And he threw a pitch. Oh, I remember this. And his arm just broke. Yeah, I remember this. As he threw, but that's your elbow. That's the torque. That's yeah. the I mean, every angle and, like, the perfect amount of exertion. Plus, I mean, his bone was brittle because of cancer. I don't know how you throw a baseball and fracture a rib. I don't know how that's humanly possible unless it was, you know, already a little jacked up to begin with. But not a great day for the baseball team yesterday. No. Although Judge did go yard, so order has been restored. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Volpe, another hit, mm-hmm. a couple of walks, stolen base, a couple of nice plays in the field. All right, let us get Ben in Florham Park. What's going on, Ben? How are you today? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for uh, covering uh, all the stories today. Um, I'm going to give you an edge case and see how you guys react. Go ahead. I know that applying the franchise tag would be um, counterproductive for this year. Um, and if, if the assertion is that he's not worth more than four years, 150, why don't we just say, like, hey, Daniel, you know, thanks for playing. If you think you could do better than four years, 150, go get it. Our plan B would go to, to sign Jimmy G for three years, 100, which we could probably do. And if, um, and if you know, Daniel Jones doesn't get it in the next few weeks, he'll come back. He'll come back to us before the draft. And actually, if he does leave, then we get a third-round compensatory pick. No but you have, gonna, a, chance no get, but you have a chance to get two. You have a chance to get two first-round picks. That's the problem. Yeah. Who? who who would give somebody's two doing first it? Round picks? The Jets might if they miss on Rodgers. Somebody would do it. Carolina might. Carolina might. Carolina's no. Carolina's going to draft the QB this year. How do you know? Ben, how do you know? It'd be irresponsible for someone to give out two first rounds. It hasn't been done in 20 years. Okay. It doesn't mean that there's not some dumb team out there. And by the Mm -hmm. way, I don't even think it's that dumb. Like, it's justifiable, Ben, in the sense for a team that is ready to win, like the Jets. Like, if they missed on Rodgers and the Giants messed around, they put them on non-exclusive and you could get to – I would I would be okay if the Jets did that. Mm. I've said that somebody's going to do it. Well, but, I mean, listen. If, if they give up two first round picks, we we can go Plan B with a Jimmy G, and and use those two first round picks for to fill up big holes in, in, in this roster. And, yeah, and but are you excited? Are you a, are you a Giants fan, Ben? A hundred percent. Are you are you excited? Would you be excited for Jimmy Garoppolo? Especially, no, but I feel that Dayball could probably turn lemonade out of lemons. Which but hold on, he, but, in he, essence, he, he's a tr- but Tyrod Taylor's already on the roster. So, what does Jimmy Garoppolo give you that Tyrod Taylor doesn't? Nothing. Better he's a better passer. He's a better passer. Mm. I think he is. I mean, maybe. but marginal. He's not much better. To your point, he's he's a little bit better throwing the ball. I, okay, I, I I maybe that's an opinion, but I I wouldn't think so. But what does he give you more than what Tyrod Taylor already gives you? And the answer is not much. And then you got to pay him right. $30 million. 
So, I, look, they want Daniel Jones because they believe that Daniel Jones can evolve into one of the top players at the position, top 10 players at the position. And by the way, I agree with that. I think he he's on that track. If he makes those continual improvements like he did last year, or it's really not even improvements because he, he was a good player coming out of college, his rookie year. He, he established that Daniel Dimes moniker, and he lived up to it, throwing for 300-plus yards multiple times. He had 24 touchdowns. I mean, he was good. He had a ton of turnovers, but he was good. All he needed was some refinement on how to uh, be a, a, a non-liability at quarterback. And last year, it's exactly what he was. He didn't throw for a ton of touchdowns, but he ran for seven, and he led the league in lowest interception percentage at 1%. With only five interceptions, I mean, he was he was really damn good. So they believe that he can be amazing, a top ten quarterback. Like I said, maybe even higher than that at some point. That's why you, that's why you want to keep him because finding him somewhere else is, I mean, it's a crapshoot. You could draft Anthony Richardson or whoever, and he turns into a star, or you could draft him and he's just a complete and utter bust. Yeah, you know who was a workout warrior, a, a workout warrior who was in a. I don't know, gimmicked up offense in college like most of these college kids are these days and, and you know, fools you. So, I, I mean, you got a sure thing in Daniel Jones. And you at least you believe that you have a sure thing and you've seen him take the steps and you've seen him be really good. You've seen him be a winner. You've seen him be a leader. You've seen him be, hell, the best athlete on the team, for Christ's sakes. And, and now you just want to start over because it feels good to start over. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That, that's why Daniel Jones is important to this Giants team. That's why the franchise tag is the option. Um, the challenge is if you give them the franchise tag and you don't get a deal done by next week, you're losing a lot of free agents, including most likely Saquon Barkley. Here's the difference. There's certain guys around the NFL. We all know the names. We don't need to just run through the list. There's probably four or five, maybe six of them that no matter what they ask for, you pretty much acquiesce. Daniel Jones is not on that list. He's on the next list, yes. okay? So there's got to be a firm line in the sand with the Giants, which I believe they will, and they already have, and I believe they'll adhere to it. There's got to be some adaptability on the part of Daniel Jones's new camp and Daniel Jones's willingness to stay here. And if those two variables can meet, then it could be an awesome marriage for a long time. Yeah. But there's still some things that are unclear. Let me ask you real fast here. We we deduced, we just threw a number out the other day, like we came to the number about fo- about 40% of the Jet fans, we guessed, wanted Derek Carr. What do you think, T? Who knows if that's right, but that's what we surmise based on tweets, calls, conversations, yeah. whatever. What do you think the percentages of Giant fans who actually want to see them get two first-round picks for Jones and Jones leave? What number do you think that is? That's... that's... To me, that's impossible to calculate because I think that Giants fans want to keep Daniel Jones. But they also would take two first you know what I mean? They're not mutually exclusive. It's so it's it's not it's not a binary choice. I think you'd you'd take either or, right? So you'd want to get two first rounders because it gives you so much flexibility now to draft a quarterback, but you also want Daniel Jones because of what he did and what he's potentially going to be. Which one do you want more? I want Daniel Jones. What do you think the fans? I don't know. I think it's a little less. I think they're a little I less dug Daniel into Jones. your position. I would say Daniel. I don't I know. I think so, too, but I don't, I, I don't know if they want it as much as you do. I just, I don't, I I don't trust 
college quarterback. Yeah, I, I hear you. I really don't. I, I understand. It's a risk. It, it, you it, could go through 10 years of hell if you if you Jones goes exactly. and you draft the wrong guy. I get it. And think about all of the years of drafting quarterbacks. I mean, we're we're kind of skewed because of Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence maybe really over the last couple of years, but there's not a ton of these guys that actually pan out. So, I I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't want to go back through that route again. All right. As a Giant fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 11.46 back on the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. I'll get back to your calls in a moment. 877-337-6666, the number. So, uh, by the way, so one week from yesterday, you guys will have a chance to jump into our Tiki and Tierney Bracket Challenge. Now, uh, we'll give you more details. We get a little bit closer. But basically, the deal is whomever wins, you jump in studio. You come on the air with us. And uh, we'll see how you react. Everybody thinks it's easy, Tiki. <laughs> oh, I could do what you do. Oh, you don't know anything. Eh, come, come on in. We'll see how you say you are when the, when the lights are on. You might be good. Yeah, or you could be terrible. That's true. Uh, let's, good hope, lo- let's hope for the former. Uh, good. The lo- we want it to be terrible. No. Former. Oh, oh, that's right. The former. former. That's right. I'm sorry. Be good. Yeah. By the way, BT. What? We were just that last call I was talking about. You want to draft a quarterback? I just, I'm terrified to draft a quarterback. Terrified. Yeah, you've been in a rabbit hole for the last. Been in a three rabbit minutes. hole Go going back to 2010. There just aren't a ton of great quarterbacks that have, that we've even last year. I mean, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Matt Corral; those were just the top three rounds, and all most of those were in the third round. But Kenny Pickett was the best quarterback that you drafted last year. The year before, Trevor Lawrence is probably the only one that we have faith in because mm-hmm. of Zach, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones is at least Kyle functional. Jones, he is I, functional. I He's a very good player. Some, you know. But upside is, but is he is he, is no. he a Super Bowl? No, no I mean he's not a star. In at fact, all. they're talking about trading him. I know, right? maybe to the Raiders. <laughs> he's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, then you go. Twenty twenty was probably the year that you got the most hits. Joe Burrow, Tua, because remember, I mean, at least this year for Tua, but early on, not really. Justin Herbert, and then Jordan Love. We haven't really seen him play because of the Aaron Rodgers situation, and and Jalen Hurts. So 2020, you, you, if you swung at a quarterback in the top two rounds, you probably you probably hit it. But after that, it gets it gets so shaky. Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones in 19, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke, 2018, Baker, Sam, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, <laughs> Lamar. Because there was a couple you hit in that in that year. But then you get the Mitchell Trubisky's, mm. uh, PJ Manuel, a couple of years yeah, before that, just, right? First round just, pick. It, it's just not, it's just not a lot of hits. But there are some good quarterbacks in the NFL, so somebody's hitting. Yeah, because you because you get the Patrick Mahomes every now and then. You get the Jalen Hurts uh, every now and then. You get the Josh Allen every now and then. But there's a lot of quarterbacks taken in the top three or so rounds over the last four or five years, and most of them aren't any good. But I have tried. There's no doubt that is irrefutable. The evidence is overwhelmingly against your team making the right choice. Yes. Got it. But I've got more faith in Dable to identify somebody. Oh, I, I would, do. I That's where it changed a little bit. I would agree. And I just, I, it's interesting what the what the Giants' mindset is right now. Is it let's stay, you know, pedal to the metal 
and keep building this thing and keep adding and let, let's sign Daniel Jones because if we get a long-term deal done, it gives us flexibility and free agency and with our unrestricted free agents, including Saquon and and Jordan and Julian Love, et cetera, who we need to re-sign, we get Daniel Jones signed, we can do that. Or is it, you know, let's just let's play the slow game here and let's look to draft a quarterback if this thing doesn't work out. And if you can get picks uh, for Daniel Jones, get some compensation, let's do that. And again, that last caller was right. It Nobody ever does, gives away two first-round picks for the transition tag because any time that a quarterback gets tagged, it's usually the exclusive franchise tag. Yep. And there's not always 14 teams desperately looking no, for a quarterback like no, there are right now. No, you're right. It's it's it is okay. I understand we can't work out a deal, but you're not going anywhere. Yep. Uh, you're either you're playing on the tag, or you're not playing anywhere. So this is it's rare. It hasn't been done in 20 years because nobody does it for quarterbacks. Nobody is going to either have the guy that you love and you want that he's right. staying, or you're not sure he's it, not, it, and it, he's not a tag for it, one year like Kirk Cousins right. and maybe tagged again it or whatever. Never happens for quarterbacks. Yep. That's why. Now this year is unique because the Ravens. And the Giants, they might actually prefer the picks as opposed to their quarterback. Man, oh so man. it's just different. Imagine if the Ravens and Giants just swapped quarterbacks somehow <laughs> in some convoluted, wacky way. No, I've been in, nah, in, in my in my hole that I was in over this last break. I just started digging into Drake May, whose oh, the brother, Carolina kid. Yep, whose brother Luke May was on the basketball team. Everybody remembers they, he won the national championship right yeah. in 2017, I think it was. So. But he's 6'5", he's 220, kid's a stud. Threw for 38 touchdowns, 4,300 yards last year. Mm-hmm. Ran for 700 yards. A lot of kids touchdowns. do that in college. And I know they get they to the do. pros and they suck. I'm not saying he's destined but to he be, just, you know. His dad played uh, college football. Both his brothers are athletes. He just feels yeah. like that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, there's certain, like, intangibles. Like, oh, yeah, that's that dude right there. Drake Like Manning. Archie Manning. Yeah. Like, we know yeah. he's going to be, you know, he's, he's yeah. going to be Archie yeah. Manning. Yeah. He's going to be it. Yeah, he just you just feel it because uh-huh. it's in his blood. It's like in his DNA, uh-huh. like the Bosa's. Does that uh, mean AJ Barber's going to be a pro? Uh, I mean, maybe. Yeah, you might. You're right? getting, you're getting uh, uh, Yosevus, the, the kid, kid, the receiver from receiver. Princeton. Yeah, who's balling at the camp. He had a good uh, combine. Great combine. I know he did. He helped himself big time. Big kid, man. Strong. How tall is he? Six what? Six two, six three, six two, two ten. Is he two like 10, that much? Two fifteen. He was a decathlete. Wow. Oh wow. He has the Ivy League record for most points in the decathlon. I think it's sixty six hundred or so. What do you run the forty? at the combine, you know? It's 4-4. Four, four, he's getting paid? 4-4-3. Four, four, oh, he's getting drafted in the top three rounds, I, I would think. Vertical was 39. Huh? Broad jump, 10-8. Okay. And kids, well, you will know kids, all the numbers here. Look at him. <laughs> I, went, I went to dinner with AJ. I was like, tell me about uh, yeah. tell me about Yosevas. Uh, and he's like, oh, the kid is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a he's a cool kid, too. You, yeah. can just, you can just tell by looking at him. He's a cool kid. That's awesome. I asked Tiki before. I said, you know, what percentage of Giant fans do you think would – want the Giants to resolve the Jones situation with a long-term deal versus those who want him to get tagged and then eventually get two first-round picks. And it's a guess, right? Yeah. I literally just put this on. So it's been living here for seven minutes. Mm -hmm. There's almost 400 votes, reflective of what. I'm not sure where it goes. But right now, 60%. I don't know that they're all Giant fans. To be fair, you can never really tell. 60% of the people want the picks. I'm telling you, I think that that is much more wow. appealing than you think it is to Giant fans. Wow. I really do. I'm not saying it's ultimately the right move, but I think the Giant fans are open to it. 877-337-6666. How about, let me get Tommy in Wayne, New Jersey. What's up, Tom? How are you today? 
Uh, good morning. How are you, sir? What's up, man? Uh, my question is uh, regarding the rumors for Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, many people in the media and, and a lot of fans believe that if either one of them come, there's a potential that both could end in disaster. Um, if fans think that and people in the media think that, why shouldn't players believe that as well that are on the roster? And how would Joe Douglas and Robert Sala keep the players believing in their message, believing in them and saying, hey, listen, we know what we're doing. We're going to get the right QB. We're going to win. We're going to be a competitive franchise, and we're going to be a contender. How do you keep everybody on board when they see the news and hear the noise about Carr and about Rogers? Yeah, yeah. They, well, I mean, the waiver. Yeah, I, I would, Tom. I would say this. First of all, I think young athletes are used to the noise. Mm-hmm. This is all they know. Number one, I think so. Most are able to compartmentalize. You know, what's just. You know, it is what it is or what's real. And what is real, they tend to probably pay attention to a little bit more. Uh, You know, how do they handle and how do they police the locker room with change? Well, I don't think you need to do anything. If Rodgers shows up or when Rodgers shows up and they see the first beautiful spiral that fires out of his right hand, they're like, (laughs) oh, yeah, Yeah. we're good. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo, they're like, all right, he's twice as good as anybody as we had last year, and he was in the Super Bowl. So I just think that those things reconcile themselves. I really do. Yeah, I think you're right. And for the good general managers that have a pulse on their locker room, along with their head coaches, I think you know these two teams do, you, you, you prep it. Right? So you, you pre-condition the leaders, the vets in the locker room to kind of walk – walk this new guy, this new quarterback, into the environment. I remember I, remember, I told you the story all the time with, with Kerry, uh, Kerry Collins when we were told you know, by Ernie Acorsi, look, don't, don't believe anything you read about him. He's, he's completely different in person than what the media narrative is around him. Obviously, the media narrative was much smaller because it just it consisted of traditional media, not social and everything else. But, but more damaging for those who might be too young to remember. Yeah, people yeah. thought he was a racist, oh, of course. racist, an alcoholic, yeah, uh, you know, a quitter, yeah. and all these things. A little different than being aloof like Rogers. That, that's right. And Ernie, of course, he was like, just meet him and get to know him. And so we all did. We just we came in with no prejudice. Turned out to be the greatest dude uh, and the best quarterback that any of us had seen in in that in that short tenure. That we had all been in the in the league took us to a Super Bowl and he's been sober for twenty years now. Just an awesome guy, Kerry mm-hmm. Collins. And you wouldn't have thought that based on the media reports before we signed him. When you first heard that, what was your first thought? I I listened to Ernie. I knew Ernie told us before before he signed him, mm-hmm. right? So I trusted my general manager. There you go. And he was right. That's a good franchise right there. But I mean, you couldn't help but see. Yeah, as soon as he starts spinning it. All the stuff. No, you couldn't help but see all the pre-stuff. Oh, I got you. Like before. Yeah. yeah. Like we, it was saw, we, we saw him walking out of the jail with the cigar. Uh-huh. Leather and, jacket, like, yeah, hang off his shoulder. Yeah, it was we, just a bad look, boy. We saw all these reports from the uh-huh. locker. Like, we saw all these things. Yeah. And so we just had to, we trusted Ernie, and he there was right. In Ernie, we trust. In Ernie, we trust. Well, in Joe, we trust. <laughs> Eight seven seven. No, you should though. I do. That, that, and that's my I point. definitely do. That's my point. Yeah. If, if Joe Douglas, who has a seemingly good pulse with um, Robert Sala, is saying this is the right move, you have you have to trust it. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And, listen, and get the and get the vets. Uh, to buy in with it, which I think, I think honestly, they will because we know where the Jets were last year. 
they were a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. You hate to say it because it's, nobody's ever a it's, player away. It's true, but it felt like the Jets were a quarterback away. Listen, I don't know if he's if it's you know. Uh, a down and distance thing, and he's on the road, and it's the fourth quarter, and things moving fast, and he's going against Andy Reid or somebody else. I don't know if he ever matches wits. I don't, I don't know ultimately what Robert Sala is as a coach, but I think in terms of reading people mm-hmm. and being a people person and instilling belief and, and faith in others that he's going to do right by them, I think he's a home run in that regard. I think yeah. guys respect him. I think guys like him. And I think if he ever delivers that kind of message about whomever, I think he'll be received. I think they trust him in that regard. I do. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Quick timeout. Got all in coming up next. We've got guy thing, not a guy thing next hour. It's almost 4 o'clock, so we are in pursuit of answers on what should be a wild day here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 